How's your week been, Paul? It's been great, thanks. How's oh, she's right fucking salty bitch today, everyone. Oh, she's still God. in a foul mood, and it's all because I wouldn't let her use my research. Come on, how's your week been, love? Well, actually, I have some news. Oh, go on then. Oh, well, dear. She's pregnant. I might have found my cat that went missing six years ago. Oh, no. Where what? To? He might be in Tremorpha. How is he still alive? Where's he been? Who fucking knows, Hugo? But some man posted on, like, what's it called? Neighbourhood or whatever it is, that really annoying app where everyone moans about everything. And I saw this ginger cat and I was like, oh, my God, is that my cat? Saying this, my cousin was recently in the whole Daily Mail because because that's her nearest city. Um, she, She found her cat after about four or five years and it had been living in a scrapyard. But then they had to get it put down because it had cancer or something. Yeah, so I messaged the man last night to see if I can figure out if it's really him. Oh, nice. How how would you figure out if well, it's I've really him? Well, I've sent him pictures of my cat and told him about a couple of distinguishing features. But like, That's fun, okay, so maybe maybe I'm not I'm not like an expert pet owner here, but don't don't all cats of the same breed kind of look alike? Well, this is a homeless cat that's in Tremorpha that looks quite like mine. So oh. it seems worth exploring. And what's her Spen- name? Spencer. Uh, he. Oh, it's Earl's dad. It's Earl's dad. We could do a DNA test. Oh, as my long as God. We... Can somebody call Judge Grind? As long as we can sing Lizzo. Yeah. I just took a DNA test. Oh, my God. We out. could do get the cat to do it. I'm 100% yeah. that cat. We could do it on, you know, um, that Disney thing. We could get the cat on your piano and... Oh, my... Yes. (laughs) The aristocrat. Oh, my God. What a heartwarming story that would be. That's a scoop, Paul. That is, you know, the hot take of the week. Is the cat, Paul's. I know. That should... I mean, that deserves to be at least the second headline on tomorrow's news on Wales Online. (laughs) It probably will be. Men back after six years. Oh. Watch video for their Thierry family reunion. Maybe we could have it as the title for this week's episode. Is that my pussy you've got? <gasps> oh, I love that. Is that my ginger yeah. pussy you've got? <laughs> I mean, I mean, can't really beat that, but you can try, James. How's well, James, how would you feel if, you, if there was a second ginger in the house? Well, I'm not ginger at the minute, so, you know, it'd fill that void. Um... I mean, it'll be it'll be quite appropriate to have a ginger cat to go with the ginger pen. <laughs> I'm gonna gloss over that. I'm gonna pack that on a shelf until I'm ready to unpack that one, Hugo. Um I've had a very nothing week this week. Um I was a bit under the weather at the start and I just kind of I just took things easy and really found my like inner zen. Um and now I'm just back to my normal full health, so it's just been a bit of a a bit of a write-off week for me. However, I've got very, you know, in tune with my friends on Wisteria Lane um, because Amazon Prime have brought back Desperate Housewives for your streaming heart desires. Which Desperate Housewife would you be? 
I would love to say I'm a Gabby because, you know, I'm a bit easygoing and free, but um, I'm probably a mixture of like Lynette and Susan. A bit clumsy, but also quite anal retentive and like to be in control. Likely to bribe your way to get your car, your kids into your car. No, oh no, no. I feel like I'd be Brie or Prudy. Yeah, I see you as a Brie. Oh yeah, I can see that. I would definitely be um, Edie. Oh yeah, Edie Brett. Oh, I love Edie. I love everything about her, including the way she died. <laughs> <laughs> and the court case afterwards. The real cold case is, if you notice, Nicolette Sheridan, who plays um, Edie, every single TV show that she's been in, her characters has died. And not just died, but like died violent <laughs> death. Okay, so on Wisteria Lane, she got literally electrocuted to death. And then in Dynasty, she got thrown into a fireplace and burned oh, off no. her face. Oh, that's so... <laughs> Which makes me wonder, what is this woman doing to the writers of the <laughs> show? Why do they... Do you... I feel like there's some wish fulfillment yeah. here, which... Where she's, and, she's such a diva that they're like, take this, And I bitch. imagine she had a... I can't remember because it's been so long since I've seen it, but she probably had a brutal murder in her Kill Bill appearance as well. Everyone was brutally murdered in Kill Bill. Oh, no, honey, that's Daryl Hannah. No, it's the same woman, isn't it? She plays no, the naughty I mean, Sheridan. No, no, that's Daryl Hannah. She, that's, that's the uh, moment in Splash. Oh, I was drunk when I watched her. Well, I mean, I get my white women with long blonde hair confused too. So well, there we go. Them. That's that. That's that for you. How's your week been, Hugo? It's been okay, I guess. I'm actually making some progress at work. Um, some new career development, but that's um, under wrap at the moment. So I will make the announcement once it becomes oh, official. Fun. I, um. And then, I guess this week, you know what? This week, I want to give a shout out to Ryan Murphy, who serves up all the love, all the feels for all the gays. Like over the last few weeks or so, he had two documentaries coming out on Netflix. One is called Circus of Books, about this nice old Jewish couple in LA who po- who owns the biggest um Porn, porn. Oh yes, I saw the trailer for that. In the US. Yeah, that, that looks really exciting. Wait, like, like it's so it's so heartwarming. It looks like a fun documentary. And then and they they did a lot of work to help the gays during the AIDS crisis and everything. Even though they're not even yeah, like like they're straight Jewish traditional couple. Um, and then the second documentary called um. A Secret Love, about two lesbians who's been with each other for 65 years. Actually, like recommend that one first, because that's such a good documentary. And, you know, finally, all the les- the lesbians get the spotlight. Well, well, you know, they've got to have the spotlight at some time. I, is it Ryan Murphy yeah. who has released his series on Netflix, Hollywood? Um, yes, and that's <laughs> the third release. I mean, the third of your two releases. Which- Good counting, Hugo. And Hollywood, which is another ode to the gay people because it's 
I mean, just full of naked men fucking each other, fucking women, and, fucking well, men. I've not seen it yet, Even... but I have seen that Patty Laponin is in it. And I love you, Patty. You are my hero. And she got rammed too. First time Patty got oh, rammed. Oh, rammed, are you saying? Get that D. Patty. Yes, you know when a woman gets taken roughly when, from behind. You know, um, what's his face? James, James Dean. Dean goes at her. Should I Google that? Dean. Patty LaPone, yes. James Dean. Absolutely not, because that would clip be... punching. Uh, oh, no, don't. You cannot disgrace Patty by talking about clip punching right now. I feel like Patty would be the one who does <laughs> the clip punching. <laughs> Hey, hey, so to finish our roundtable of going round the group every week, our focus this week is on Hugo. Um, Saving the well, best for you last. Know. Or putting it off as long as we could. <laughs> you know this one's going to be lit. <laughs> because, you know, I don't think you're opinionated for one second, Hugo. Um, so we've covered issues about being femme and we've covered all of Paul's many issues about him being a big fatty. Um, so this week, we are talking to Hugo <laughs> about him being the Asian one of the group. It's a very, I think it's a very sensitive subject, uh, as of the other two. But part of like, well, Asian being a heritage and all of this and kind of your... Do you find that being Asian and homosexual or Gaysian, as I'm going to coin it from now on, um, have you like found that there's been struggles with that through your life? Like, what's been the hardest thing about being a Gaysian? I think the hardest thing about being a Gaysian is it's a combination of two groups that have been traditionally biased against. So, you know, it's hard being gay and it's hard being ethnic. I shouldn't, you know, yeah. Asian, Black, Latino, being ethnic. And sometimes it's a one-two punch of the two form of discriminations, and there's more likely a chance of me running into some sort of discriminations. Yeah, and I should say it's not—it's not all bad. I mean, not to be dramatic about it, but um, like what they say, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like a lot of gay people through the discriminations that they have to endure. Um, found themselves and found their voice and just be more comfortable being themselves. So, yeah, for me, like, having that one-two punch kind of, um, have, I, I guess I have a double dose of um, suck it up, bitch, and <laughs> keep sucking um, dick. And especially because you've travelled quite a lot, or, like, well, not just travelling for pleasure, but also you've travelled and moved about, like, where you've lived location-wise, have you found there's kind of been different... You've been perceived differently because of your kind of... Um, like, being a Gaijin in different parts of the world, or...? Yeah, definitely. I think I think it, it, come, it comes back to what we talked about the other day, like, being just exposed to a lot of culture and, and you, seeing how... And you do like to things... expose yourself, don't you? <laughs> I, I mean... I think of it as I'm not being ashamed of showing myself to the world. I'll get you a flasher jacket for Christmas. I mean, why bother, babes? I mean, half the town's already <laughs> naked. Um, but anyway, his only fans has taken off since lockdown. Back to the point that you was making. It's about exposing yourself and. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> and showing the world that not all Asians have small penises. <laughs> um, yeah, just being exposed to different culture. It's it's almost like you have more points of comparison. Yeah, and you more have, have more points of references. Like take from being uh, take the being Asian part for example. Like it's obviously feel different being in a majority white country to. Living in versus living in Asia, or versus living in a more diverse place like San Francisco, for example. Just living, having lived in Asia and having lived in San Francisco, because those places are so diverse that it shows me what diversity、yeah. can be, and it makes me more aware of racial. Equality or inequality,、yeah. and then the same with being gay. Really, like you know, being gay in Asia is massively frowned、um, frowned upon. Versus being gay in yeah, in Cardiff、country. or in London or England, UK. Yeah, in the UK. Yeah, like you know, like in a place where gay marriage isn't even recognised. Versus being in a place where gay marriage is like. Normal. It's like a thing. It's legal. I'm gonna start calling myself Eucasian. It's not enough that you've、uh, taken their food. You've taken some of their culture with your、mm. food eating videos. Now you're coming for the Asian, the An, the An. Yeah, I want it. I love Eucasian. Eucasian. I mean, I would say that you just, you know, owning up to your heritage. You well, know, yeah, I'm all about, you know, fair, petty. He is from Hull. I am from Hull. Yes, that's true. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, double heritage. In Hull, we'd have lost them all now. <laughs> I mean, people in Hull don't even know how to use podcasts. We did have to send him on a special course before we let him be a part of this. I didn't. I didn't even know how to speak before. <laughs> The course actually. It was actually a really intense period when James moved in just over a year ago, where we had to get him toilet trained, get him up to kind of speed on English. I know was... the cat. Oh my god! It's like your Eliza Doolittle and Paul is um. <laughs> What was that little、begins. girl?、Um, the I don't know if anyone else did any psychology <laughs> in school, but the one it was all when like when they talk about language acquisition, they always talk about the girl who was like locked up and barked like a dog. It was like that. I was feral. I was feral. You still are. I still am feral. Yeah.、Mm. But what was your question for Hugo? Do you ever worry about being perceived as a stereotype, being in an interracial relationship with a white man? You know what? One thing that I do is actually I call out those stereotypes, like because I know people.、Um, I know people think it anyway. So usually in social setting, I would. They, like I would call out the stereotypes just to, because I find when people are faced with what they think in their head, but when it's spoken out loud, a lot of time it's like they're taken aback. It's like it's almost like holding a mirror to to them thinking about how. Ugly, their thoughts. Well, it's it's also a good thing, isn't it? Because stereotypes are just—it's kind of ignorance and and stereotypes are better yeah, spoken out、it. loud. Like it's you know, let's hash it out, bitch. Yeah, say it. Don't. It's more dangerous when it's just. And then it, then you've owned it. Then, you know, you've you've reclaimed it. So I know it's like when um it's like when feminists reclaim the word cunt. <laughs> If you're listening, it Anne. Hello. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, back specifically to the um, to the part about you know being in relationship with a white man. Why 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 is that the stereotype? You know, why is it being? Why can't it be just two people um, being? Oh, oh my god, it makes me sick using this word, but um, <laughs> being in love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, are, there are many things and many yeah, phrases I use just... to describe you, Hugo, but the one that never springs to mind is in love. No. I know. Oh, God. So when... I mean, <laughs> I'm in Do you think it's okay for people to state their racial preference or like things like this when they're on dating websites no not at all because it's because it's not a preference like you you, going back to what i just said right like it's about two people two individual finding each other and he just happened to be white and i just happened to be asian it does not have anything like race does not have anything to do yeah, with exactly. connection. So when people like when people on Grinder, for example, put your know, racial preference, they are you know they are erasing the individuality of of the people on the other side of the app. Like yeah. they are just grouping all these individual humans into one. And big it's I think it's just perpetuating that thing of you know love's only skin deep. Then isn't it? When actually it's not. It's a lot more. It's a lot. It's about the connection, as you say. I know. Sometimes <laughs> it goes all the way up to my gut. That sounds like a good <laughs> connection. We kind of talked about some of what we said last week kind of relates, doesn't it? That like when we talked about segmenting the gay community by tribes and and kind of how you tend, you you can start to see that exclusivity between groups. It's it's applying the same thing, isn't it? And actually, I was just say I agree. And I was just talking to a friend the other day, too, where he actually like he he wrote, I think he he wrote to Grinder complaining about the fact that why is it that the racial mm. profiling is still there? Like, it's literally racial profiling. Like, why do people still need to, like, if you are a company that claims to be all about, you know, inclusivity, like, why do you still need to include the racial um, like the, like the racial yeah. what do you call it? Filter. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, ethnicity filter. Well, and the 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 answer is yeah. because people still pay for it. So the answer, my friend, is you're a money grabbing hoe. <laughs> the answer is all about the dollar. Don't you be kind of pushing racial stereotypes about Asian men in relationships with older white men. That's not fair. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> I mean, not usually those older white men are rich, so. I'm breaking the stereotype. I say poor white men need love too. So this week we're revisiting our wacky tacky snacks after last week's dear gaze. We thought you'd uh, we'd move back to giving you some bite-sized chunks of wacky news. So 
This week, my wacky tacky snack is the real life Barbie who wants the biggest lips in the world has just had her 20th round of jabs to supersize her pout. Oh and it God. is absolutely obscene. Like for the, pe- I do have a picture. I'll, do we have a picture? I'll share it with you both and then we can put it on Instagram. Oh my God. They are huge. Well, do you know <laughs> no, what it's kind of reminds me of? Like oh, no, Pete no, Burns sorry, Katie Price. <laughs> it's worse than Pete Burns. <laughs> oh, my God, they're huge. How much, how much does it say how much she's spent on them? Um, well, it's £134 a go, and she's on 130, uh, so £134 a go, and she's at 22 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, that's how cheap it is to get what, that, lip that, injection now. Ah, well, it will be. I thought it well, was going to be in She spent over two grand on her lips, apparently. I just, like, <laughs> I mean, that's quite cheap. Like, what? Like, that's what? Cheaper I don't, than she can't, surely she can't do anything with them. She can't. I presume she can't even really speak. I mean, looks like she can give birth with them. A baby should pop right out. I think right she's out. got a juice addiction. She's, oh, she's clearly addicted. Mm. I mean, but, she got like, childbearing She looked normal before. Oh, my Perfectly goodness. Pleasant. You know what? Once again, it's a feminist yeah, industry. I kind of say, do her it. Body, Although her I choice. can't say I'm keen on it. You do you, hun. You do you. No, so I think that, yes, it's her choice to do what she wants with her body but there's something wrong with society if she is doing that to conform to any kind oh, of oh I, d- I don't think she's conforming <laughs> well no but like she's gone yeah she's gone mm-hmm, past yeah that but kind she's of... that's that is it a long case time that ago. like that need to feel like she's meeting expectations led her to get into that and then she's just got carried away and got addicted yeah but hey she's a consultant consenting uh, the doctors have told her she's as got to wait at least two months her. before she has any more i mean yeah. even if yeah. the money makers well, are i hope she's start. following <laughs> medical advice oh god you know what speaking of i'm worried now what if like they open <laughs> and she has to wear face mask how's she gonna find um, how's she gonna find one that's bad um, just I would have big. a penis production, maybe. Yeah, it's just, it's just so <laughs> like you know. Sometimes I lose balance. Um, well, probably the only forward. thing I consider would be a hair transplant. Mm, I mean, that's that's quite pricey, isn't it? I don't know. I imagine like I don't think I ever would get plastic surgery, but I think I'd be like that woman. I think if I got something like if I got like you know a bit of a Botox to like get rid of some wrinkles or whatever. I think I get addicted, and I think I would end up a bit like Joan Rivers, like full on. Oh, speaking of, oh my God, you, you guys should check out that show. I'm botched on Amy Prime. It's about the oak. Paul, can't you wait to pee? She's pissing. That's a real big pee. Right, James, what is your uh, what is your headline of the week? I'm. It's a really small one, and it just really tickled me because I have um, revisited. <laughs> they tickle me. That's what small um, ones I do. I bought. Dear. Well, I say I bought. I was bought. Uh, that's life, which is just like the best and most ultimate tacky magazine. It's like me if I was a magazine. You know, with these like headlines like my brickie was having a quickie with a cafe waitress. Mum secretly poisoned little boy. She dressed up pills like sweets. I just How do you dress up a fucking pill. Well, you know, you get it a nice little cocktail dress. Um, you know, good like bit of lace. Um, but so whilst reading, I found this one called 
the whole truth. Whole spelled H-O-L-E. Um, and it's about this woman. My partner, Wayne, oh. was suffering from piles. So he, so he sent me to get some cream. Later, I'd noticed he left the tube on the side. And I didn't want it to be in reach of the kids. So as a responsible parent, I moved it into the cupboard. Later that evening, he emerged from the shower. And John and Wayne was walking like Is this secretly something that Hugo's provided you with? <laughs> so she said, what happened to you? <laughs> I got the piles crew out of the cupboard, but when I put it on, it felt like I was burning. <laughs> and he, So she looked at the tube, and he'd, uh, instead of using piles cream, had used hair removal cream. Up his ass. On his ass. On it or in ah. it? Like, around the hole, presumably, because, you know... I don't, I don't suffer from piles, but I imagine that's where piles I... are found. Well, it depends. Sometimes people use suppositories, like anus salve. Yeah, this is and I just take. love the fact that someone out there has thought, <laughs> seen this like page where it's like art men daft, and the magazine paid twenty five pounds for any featured story on this page, and like she's clearly thought, oh, I know what my man's done. He's uh, it got mistaken with pals cream, and then she, there she is with a cheek twenty five quid. <gasps> oh my god! Uh, I, I should submit. Oh my god! I, I, I have, I, mean, I have more interesting stories than that. Some of these are. Shit. I should submit to this fucking Mammary magazine. Test at our local neighborhood friendship group gathering. A lady's, a new lady was wearing a name tag like the rest of us, but hers slipped over one of her breasts. I didn't know whether to alert her. A cheeky male employer employee noticed at the club. And said some, and said we should say something. Otherwise, he would ask her what the other one was called. Some, someone got paid twenty five quid for writing oh, that shit. You know what? Oh my god, that happened to I someone at my um, company Christmas up, like, party. Interesting stories about men and sending them in and seeing how much money I can make. I've got many a pseudonym. I mean, honestly, and how does this make? Okay, hold on. How does this magazine, who that I've never heard of H2 before, pence. that sells for less than a pound per issue, can afford can can afford to pay people twenty five pound post shitty story? But when a magazine's eighty two pence, presumably there's that many people that buy it. Menstrual massacre. <laughs> I just love how I, dramatic I mean... every. It's like everything is breaking news. It's brilliant. Oh my god, this is like. The I Daily Mail or The Sun, the but started by the interns. Not good choices there. The bombshell, baby. The shame in my panties. My bulge was bigger than my blood. Oh, is this, is, this, is this the bulge? I think so. Well, it was a fucking baby. Oh, my God, show me the bulge. <laughs> right, anyway, oh, Hugo, God. what's your yeah, wacky tacky snack? snack. My wacky tacky snack is a story from way from back a few weeks ago. But it's just too good to not share. So this is from the Scottish equivalent of Wales Online. Um, the headline is Fife, F I F E. Fife mom broke social distancing rules to meet enemy from Midnight Square Girl in Play Park over issues with daughter. A mom met an enemy in a play park at midnight for a quote-unquote square go watched by a circle of five oh my other god. women. Oh 
I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is what happens when like mean girls grew up and moved to the suburb and in in Scotland. <laughs> but this is that's so Scottish, though, isn't it? Like I can die from Corona, no, but yeah, I am gonna hash this broke. out with you, bitch. What was it? A reasonable excuse. <laughs> It, I apparently this this other mom did some of it. They have their daughters have issues, so <laughs> I hope all of them. Deep. It's like Romeo and Juliet. I hope all of them but, picked up some milk but, or some bread but on more the way petty. home <laughs> to at least make it, you know, class as their essentials. They grow it. This is Scotland. They hey, grow she their was protecting milk and bread. The honor of her daughter. Yeah. That is an essential. Yeah. yeah, that is an essential task. At least she didn't break lock. At least she didn't make break. Well, so, so you've got me on something there because it's made me look at Scotland, and apparently Scotland are considering relaxing their licensing um, restrictions during lockdown. How can it be more? How can it be any no, more relaxing? Well, it's a good job we don't have any in Scotland because we wouldn't have any more. But they do have stricter laws there, don't they? Yeah. So <laughs> there are time restrictions on alcohol purchase. In Scotland, whereas we don't have them here, so you can't you can't buy alcohol before ten a.m. Oh, on a God, Sunday. Don't give... Oh no, so alcohol can only be purchased between ten a.m. and ten p.m. And on Sundays, it's between twelve and ten. Uh, maybe that's a good thing if you're going I'm to buy alcohol the logic before twelve p.m. If you're only going out to shop once a day, or like not even once a day, once a week, and they want they're encouraging people to go at different times. Like if you're if you're choosing to go on a Sunday because you're working still, like if you work in Tesco, you then ha can only go shopping between ten and twelve. If you, or twelve and ten, if you want to buy alcohol, but if the shops close at four, you've got a really small window to shop. Oh wow! Do you know what what punch my clit about that rule? Are they? Is that their shops are allowed to open until ten p.m. on a Sunday? I just, I really yes. want them to just Oh my get God, you didn't training. hear the scandal? Yeah, they were trying to. And the Scottish voted against it. That's why it's still existing in Wales and England. <laughs> That's it for this week, guys. Thank you for listening. And if you liked what you heard, then don't forget to go to iTunes and <clears throat> look up FanFat Asian and rate it five don't need to look it up. Don't forget what you never know. Um, it might it might have been recommended to them by Asian Pod on Instagram and uh, send us a little message. Yes, if you like, if you have any ideas, anything that you want us to talk about, any race or gender <laughs> or type of people that you want us to offend, please. We haven't picked on the Irish. This drop episode, us a message, you know. and we'll do our best. Saving for next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.